I've never, I've never been in the. You've ga- never thwarted a phylactery. Never, never in the game have I come up. I okay. Because a lich would, you'd get crushed. It'd be really tough. Really? It'd be, it'd be have really you ever tough. seen a lich? Has Turak ever seen a lich? Nope. Could a dog boy be a lich? Like an undead a null, dog a null, boy? A knoll could be, yeah. An undead knoll could be a lich, yeah. Gosh. Lots of people are talking about what it takes to build a culture of creativity. There's all kinds of tips and tricks and books and motivational conferences that you absolutely have to be up on if you're even going to have a prayer at building a culture, wait, a ecosystem of creativity. It's a trendy thing to talk about. In this podcast, co-founder of Fresh Produce, Mike Hart, is here to thwart all of this talk. Here we go, thwart. Prevent someone from accomplishing something. He never did anything to thwart his father. By the way, thwarting is not a trendy thing to talk about. I wanted to ask you about the word thwart. It's Fresh Friday at Fresh Produce. Yeah. Thwart. What do you think of? Like when I say thwart, give me an image. What's the image that you think of? Uh, thwart. Well, I was thinking of Dungeons and Dragons and I was thinking of thwarting an attack. Dungeons and Dragons is also not a trendy thing to talk about. How often, like during a D&D... What do you call it? An adventure? Yeah, an adventure. But it, but when you're fighting someone, normally it's called an encounter. Well, what do you call like just a night that you're playing Dungeons and Dragons? Is that like an episode? A session. A, a session. session. Yeah. A session. A gaming session. Okay. In an average session, mm-hmm. how often is somebody saying the word thwart? Uh, you know, I'd say very, very rarely. And if anyone is, it's probably me. And... Really? Yeah, because I like the word. I think it's fun. Oftentimes, people think that Mike is the businessy one at Fresh Produce because he wears a matching shirt and tie combo. Of course, this is an assumption that needs to be thwarted. Thwart. Because authentic creativity doesn't always follow the dress code. Why I bring it up is that two different times in client meetings, I've heard you use the word thwart. <laughs> one recently, and then one a couple years ago, and both times it caught me off guard. Well, this time, somebody else was in the meeting, Kyle... And I noticed that um, the word thwart showed up in a script that we presented this morning. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I noticed that too, actually. So um, now, is it from Dungeons & Dragons? That No, that no, I'm sure I read it. I was So something you may or may not know about me is... No, I know this. Um, I know what you're going to say, and I do know it. I'm kind of a vocabulary geek. I, and in college, for example, I... Um, even though it had nothing to do with my major, I took a, I took a linguistic course that was sort of focused on lexicography because I really like dictionaries and words. And when I come across an interesting word, I'll, I'll, if I don't know what it means, then I'll go look it up and then I'll, I'll intentionally try to work it into like conversation so that it stays in my mind. And I'm sure thwart came along at some point and I was like, oh, that's good. That's way better than repel or block. Any books or movies that you watch or read that have the word thwart in it? Like any famous famous instances uh, I, I can't of the word think, thwart? I can't think of a I can't think of one offhand. I'm sure it's been in there though. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's been in there. Mm-hmm. So here's something that I do um, as I'm reading books if there's a word because oftentimes what people will do is they'll read and they'll see a word they don't know. They just try to figure it out based on the context which is fine and I think that's you know part of just figuring out new vocabulary but I will specifically underline it or I'll write it on a different piece of paper because I don't want to forget to go look it up. 
What's a word that you're into right now? What's what's one that you're thinking about and you're going to try to work it into your vocab? Oh, uh, boy, what is... Uh... Well, so for a long time, I, so I play Scrabble a lot on my phone. And um, I had heard the word, for years and years, I'd heard the word chi, like centering your chi. But I was fascinated to find out that it was just spelled QI. Because QI is a big Scrabble word. Most recently, I was reading Legacy of, of a Drow, um, which was written by R.A. Salvatore. And they're just, they create these worlds and all these names and places and, you know, and it's fascinating. Like a word like thwart, I think, is an interesting word. I remember like the first time I ever heard serendipitous. Like words like that that just have Did an interesting... Watch, that was like a John Cusack movie. Actually, I remember the, the serendipity was actually like a children's book as a kid. The best thing I've ever read on the subject of creativity was a story about an organic farmer in a book about perennials. And he wasn't talking about creativity. He was talking about pest control. More specifically, he was talking about controlling white flies. Sorry, thwarting white flies. Thwart. Long story short, he basically said when it comes to pest control, you have to see what you're looking at. Thwart. It works with creativity too. Before you can dethwart or unthwart a problem or whatever, you have to actually see what you're looking at. It takes time, discipline, concentration, and it probably means setting aside all of those tips and tricks and books and talks and preconceived ideas about creativity. Do you make up your own language? Are there certain words that you use only in Dungeons and Dragons? Well, I would say that, again, n not necessarily not necessarily like a different language, but certainly much like a fantasy story where there'd be like characters or places or things. Um, some of that is made up. As players, you're not making that up typically though, with the exception of maybe some details about your character, their name, their background, things like that. Anything, but, in, anything in your character or background? That has well, like the name Turok uh, Nighthammer. Like I made, that, I made that up. You made Nighthammer up? Yeah. Is that a is that a uh, Guns N' Roses reference? No, no. no I just uh, I just made it up, and then uh, I mean I'm sure it's not an original idea, but but yeah, Turok. made that up, and then the uh, and does, then like does the history... Turok have any catchphrases? No, no. Could you uh, could you use the word thwart? But as if you were playing Dungeons and Dragons and Turok was gonna do something. <laughs> well, so you can you can in an encounter. So if you're having a gaming session and you're in an encounter, let's say I'm fighting, I'm fighting a kobold. Nah, let's make it a knoll. Fighting a knoll. Yeah. Um, knoll is like. Kind of what, a dog-faced humanoid creature, you know. Dog boy. Little, little bigger than a human. Noel the dog um, boy. Yeah. Dog Jesus. Yeah. Guy. Noel the dog boy. Uh, say he's attacking with two hand axes. Okay. You can. Now hold on. How does that? Because how does that work? If like it's a dog. Well, can, no. It's like hands? it's a humanoid. Oh. It's okay. a humanoid with just sort of a. a do they? Dog so does features. a humanoid does? Okay. Like an orc, you know, like yeah. in, in Lord of the Rings, an orc is. But a But like humanoid. a dog boy, does he have? 
Does he have like hoof feet? No, he's got like he, I mean paw like feet? humanoid, but kind of pawish feet, I suppose. And yeah. then hands. Yeah, clawed hands, so he could attack with just hands or a bite, but they can also attack with weapons. In but this he can case, hold a got, hammer. Yeah, in this case, two hand axes. Hand axes. So, um, but he's probably only going to get one attack, so he's attacking with one axe. Turok could decide. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a defensive stance, and I'm gonna I'm gonna parry this blow, or I'm gonna thwart this attack. So you could do that, and then you could, you know... And there's different feats and different things that assist you in doing that. Um, mm-hmm. So you could thwart the Noel dog boy attack from the hand axe. Mm-hmm. And then Turok could do that. And would Turok then make an offensive move where he would thwart something else? Well, it depend, depends on... Could he get thwarted? He could get thwarted, too. Um, against By the a dog no- boy? Against a Noel, it's going to be kind of tough because I'm getting pretty high level. See what you're looking at. Take notice of the stuff that's all around you. You might notice that the guy wearing the matching shirt and tie combo just said a funny word. Thwart. And that word might make your day. Thwart. It might inspire a new idea or a story or a video script or a podcast. Do you like it when I laugh at you when you use a silly word? Does it hurt your feelings or do you do you know that I'm... Do you know? I totally know you're like making a dig. Um... No, normally not. However, sometimes you just keep saying it and doing it over and over again, and it starts to derail our conversation with other people, and then I do get mildly annoyed. But not at me, at them. No, mostly at you. The Fresh Friday podcast is produced by Fresh Produce LLC, mostly just a typical ad agency with an art gallery in it. Located in Uptown Sioux Falls, not far from the Government Corridor and City Center, formerly known as Van Epps Park. That interview with Mike Hart IV was conducted just down the alleyway at the source of Coffee and Conversation. This one featured some podsafe music from Chuck Johnson. If you'd like to learn more about Fresh Produce and Ipso Gallery, please visit our website, pickfresh.com. You can also stop by our space at 6th and Main on weekdays from 8 to 5 to see our mystic October show at Ipso Gallery. It's called Realia, featuring works by John Benaggio. That's Fresh Friday. Just the presence of a lich would thwart Turok. He would run away. Maybe we shouldn't even be thinking about a lich, because no. then that might happen in your next session, because now we've put it out there in the universe. In the superego. Yeah. Yeah, we've pushed it out in the superego. Now we'll probably be running into some liches. Yeah, we need to get into, like, ironic process theory. Yeah, that's for, for the next, next yeah. conversation.